It's it's hot in two ways. <laughs> yeah, for, for real, my guy. For <laughs> real. Uh, so what we got on the agenda for today? Are we just gonna uh, shoot shit for like an hour? Is it a political agenda of spaghetti? Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh yeah, spaghetti was trending on Twitter at, today under politics, and no one could tell why. Apparently, it was trending because. People were were wondering why spaghetti was trending under politics. It's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg, you know? You know, that's really interesting that you say that because I was on Reddit earlier today and and one of the, like, they have like the top trending ones as well, like the top trending topics. One of them was free. Now you're probably, and, and I'm sitting here going, why the fuck is free like trending on, on Reddit? And it's people literally, it's 90% of it is people just wondering what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Excellent. It's beautiful. R E that spells free credit report.com, baby. That one? Yep, pretty much. The broth <sighs> is delicious. That reminds me. Uh, what was the name of that company that called me while we were watching Yu Gi Oh? It was like cheapinsurance.com or something like that. Cheap insurance? Like, like, hey, this is Mike from cheapinsurance.com. And then you just hang up on him. I, I think it was like, yeah, oh. this is Mike from cheapinsurancerates.com. And it's like, that is the most obvious scam I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, 100%. So I, I, was, I was watching um, a Godzilla movie with Mothman today. Nice. And um, while we were watching it uh, at, at their abode, uh, I got a phone call and I like I answered it and just blaring. Like my phone was not on speaker, but super loud. Like we could hear it over the movie just we're calling you about your car's extended warranty. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was great. Oh, we're live. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said that. I think you might have missed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. That, that's even that's even better. That's brilliant. Oh, man. Oh, look, I get to do this. What are what, you doing? What is what? Oh. Oh, it's that. <laughs> Wow. Oh God, thing is a little messed up. That's okay. Oh, uh, it's whatever. I love seeing. It is. Anywho's and what's it? Uh, I think we should get going, right? While you eat your wonton soups and your soups and your salads. It's really hot, but I really <laughs> want to eat it. You do no. You can go ahead, man. I, this will be the ASMR. Oh, like no, I'm gonna burn my mouth. <laughs> All right, well, now i got to wait to see if you burn your mouth. All the pressure's on you, Bill. I know. <laughs> I want to point out, so the video the, the video uh, cut out slightly on my thing, so it looked like you were like a snake guy. Like, just like one second I hear you, I just see you like over the top of it, and the next day you're biting into it, and I was just like, I, I, it skipped some frames there. <laughs> <laughs> These are good wontons, though. Oh, we need uh, we need more frames per second to see what is when there's a wonton devouring. (laughs) Anyways, hello and welcome to that's just gamer talk. I'm I am the gamer one two four. Join with me as always is Tom Cruise can't lose, and then we got a new guy on there, uh, Akikashi, aka our good friend Billy. Hello, be. thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here. He's he's providing the ASMR content today, as he'll be probably chowing down on some wonton soup over there, if you haven't already noticed. Don't forget the crab rangoons. Oh, can't can't forget those either, so be a good time. How did I fuck that up so bad? What did you do that? <laughs> oh, it's the 
we weren't live. Uh, Why'd you push off the bird? But you gotta get into that bird, man. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know, usually I give you guys a little bit of the breakdown of what the hell we're gonna be talking about. I'm just, we're just gonna shoot from the hip today. Sounds good to me. Woo! All right. So first thing I saw is Switch continues to be the best-selling content or best-selling content console, despite the uh, new consoles being out. Uh, are you guys surprised at all to hear that? A little. Well, no. Uh, well, it's maybe. available, so no. That's true. Um, I mean, yes and no. I feel like people are starting to kind of let me finish my food before I give you my thoughts. <laughs> I mean, if I could buy either of them, I would. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna right I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna say that for the next part is that it it's harder to get these new consoles, whereas the Switch has been readily available for how long? Basically, they've had very little challenges in supply. Uh, the only real challenge that they had was when quarantine first started, and everyone was like, "I gotta get that for Animal Crossing, right?" Yeah. So. All right, I finished my food. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. So I feel like the hype is kind of dying down on the uh, the PS5 and the Xbox. Like, yeah, people are still trying to get them, but like, I feel like people have just started to care less. And that could just be me because like I got one, so I care less about getting one because you know, mission accomplished. But it's like, indeed, I don't know. People people don't seem to care as much. Like people that I know of who have been super into it are kind of just like. I'll just wait it out now. But like the switch is also like, especially with the switch light, like that's pretty cheap. And it's still like a really, really solid thing uh, to play games on. Yeah. That's kind of my thought. Yeah. And uh, very unique in basically everything that it does. In many ways, it's honestly my preferred platform because there are a lot of times where I just want to watch like a movie or something, but I also want to like progress in, I don't know, fucking Zelda or whatnot. That's, it's kind of why, in a way, I want every game to be playable on the Switch. I agree with that. Yeah, they've been adding more and more uh, third-party third-party games as well. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of a lot more a lot of more indie games. I was like, they, I noticed not too long ago they put XCOM two on there, and I was considering buying XCOM two again. You're already gonna buy Kingdom Hearts again. When Look, it comes we to PC. we we didn't we could ignore that part. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what you do is you buy kingdom hearts again you always do that that's the cycle that everyone is in it, it, it's <laughs> true it, it's it, it is unfortunately true so it's like oh new year better buy kingdom hearts again well and then they're kind of like uh, i don't know if you heard but they're coming out for it's coming out on pc billy mm-hmm. so yeah that's so perfect hmm. per- exactly perfect excuse so yeah so the continue uh switch continues to be the best-selling content or console but it makes less money than the than the PS5. It sold more more units, but it's made less money. Obviously, the price is different comparing the two of them. Uh, whereas the PS5, even digitally, is four hundred, and, and uh, the one with disc drive is five hundred. <laughs> you guys doing okay over there? Uh, yeah, he he just got a text saying that his order is on the way, and it got here like twenty minutes ago. The, the order I, for see, I see. I see. I'm turning off my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. That's funny as hell, though. Uh, so yeah. So that's uh, so I'm that's actually something that I find quite curious. I thought uh, Sony, in a sense, was actually losing money because of just how many like soft uh, software sales they are selling compared to how many consoles are out there. 
when you consider how many like um scalpers still have and how much better like ps4 games are doing right now like well i suppose like well, yeah, these I, games are still readily available on the PlayStation 4, so... And I think this was only just looking at the sale for the console, not so much for the software that's bought afterwards as well. Oh, I see. So it's just like, you know, you're buying a PS5 for $500, $400, depending on what version you're getting, and then you're buying a Switch for 300 How much does the light cost? 200 I I feel like less, almost. Like, wasn't it 150 or something like that? Is it one, now I it's 150 Damn. Okay, maybe. I don't I don't know exactly. I but I don't know. I think I last heard it was like two hundred dollars, but I could be wrong on that one. Okay. Um You probably know better than me. I haven't looked into Switch Lite. I I got my Switch and I'm like, I don't need to look at switches anymore. That's exactly yeah. unless, you know, the rumor the rumored uh uh what are they calling it? The the rumors that they're calling the Switch like the Switch XL or something or the super switch or something like that. That's gonna be like the bigger, beefier one. I'd get a super switch. I'd pull money on that. The screen is twenty three inches, <laughs> but it's still handheld. Well, I, I I think the thing is is it's, it's going to still be handheld. It's just going to be like way bigger, like like Alex said. Nice. All rumors, but you yeah. never know. You never know. I got you. <sighs> so yeah, it's it's very interesting because I didn't think that uh, Switch would still be on top despite the new consoles being out, whether it's yeah, Xbox that... or PS Five. That, you're right. That is crazy because the Switch came out in what 2017. So that's it's coming up on four years pretty soon. Yeah, like, and for I know for and I know for a good chunk it was the top to, uh, the top selling console for like a little over a year and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Probably, I was like, I think that was back just before the uh, new consoles launched too. Ah, uh, yeah, the Google Stadia must have topped it then. Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah the google That's stadia that thing hey you, you know i i did see something because we know we have to hit that we have to hit our bullet points of you know talk about game pass talk about stadia and cyberpunk and no. stuff like that right we got we got to hit that so you we talk do. about stadia there's being 100 games being added to stadia apparently don't know what those games are but apparently 100 plus games are being added to stadia all right yep i just like you got your Qbert, you got your your Pac Man, you got Pitfall. What else you got there? Come on, I, Billy. I, Capcom won't give games to that shit. What are you kidding? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, what, I don't. I didn't Dig look Dug? into it. What no. about Dig Dug? I think they're adding Pong. Nice, dude. Times. Pong on on Stadia would be great. There's a lot of colors. <laughs> dude, it could be like black, white, and red. <laughs> oh man. So, so yeah, that's the whole thing. Uh, where are we gonna go next? That's it's good. It's a good question. Why don't we go? I don't know if either one of you saw, but Warner Brothers uh, issues a patent over the Nemesis system from the Shadow of War, Mordor Shadow of War games, and nobody's happy yeah, about it. A lot of development studios are super pissed off about that. I read that a couple of, like, a few days ago. Yeah, it's not a good thing for. Uh, game development in in overall just because anyone trying to even replicate this to even the slightest extent either has to go through warner brothers now or basically we'll get a lawsuit over it which is something that you don't really see very often in the game development or just the gaming world in general then games just kind of build off one another 
game mechanics. I mean, it's a, monop- it's a monopolization of a game mechanic, essentially. It's, yeah. It's pretty hard to watch. Yeah, it was definitely the main seller for the uh, the Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor games. So, was, other than that, it was very much like Assassin's Creed-esque, where it's you kind of hide around and, and try and take out your opponent and fight and combat if you have to. So that's at least how I played it. Yep. Same. Uh, let's see. It was like, it kind of reminds me, this this kind of move reminds me of the, the time that PUBG almost tried to patent to the Battle Royale uh, format. I, they didn't really, but they claimed, I remember them, they, they sued Epic when Fortnite became a Battle Royale. And they were really pissed off at Epic because they basically what they claim stole their idea of a game. They had no leg to stand on in that one, but I was just like, what in the world, what in the world's happening and stuff like that. That's like the guy, that's like the creators of karate champ suing Capcom because we're like, Hey, we made the one-on-one fighter. You guys can't take that. Exactly. Only we can make those games. Indeed, only we only we can make those games. That's what that's really what it comes down to. It, it they don't nobody wants to be hampered by this in, in any way, shape, or form. Um, the guy that made football for the Atari sues uh, EA. You guys have made so many Madden games off my idea. Bro, forget forget suing EA. Sue uh sue the NFL right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys are playing a real life version of the game that I made. How dare you? Unbelievable. I know, right? Imagine chess patenting uh, turn based mechanics. Oh, I might as well. Yeah, and th- that was th- that was kind of like the ridiculousness that people were kind of saying. It's like, could you imagine like a Call of Duty patenting the first person shooter? Like. What the like? How, where did where does this stop and where does this go? Obviously, like no one really like most most developers don't really care that you use uh, as long as it's not exactly the same. Even though a lot of things are quite similar when it comes to uh, when it comes to games, especially when it comes to uh, like first person shooters, um, you tend to find that a lot of similarities are going between the two of them. Um, I know there was the idea of when, uh, what was it called? Or er, system where you'd hide behind a piece of like rubble and stuff like that, and that and you wouldn't be able to get hit during that time. It wasn't the first game to do it, but it was one of the games that popularized it, and now it's like in a lot of games these days. Yeah. Uh, maybe even more specifically, Ubisoft games, or like, uh, just because like you get. What is it? Watchdogs Legion has like a thing where you can hide behind things and stuff like that. It's it's something so simple like that, but it's like, what if that gets patented and stuff like that? Then people have to work around a whole new thing, and all of a sudden, if you're an indie dev trying to make a game, what's going on? Alex just ripped one into the couch, and I felt it. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. But imagine okay. imagine you're an indie developer making a game like something that wants to use the Nemesis system and you're not even sure if the if you're or like something similar to that and I'll, and you're just like, well, I don't know if this goes in illegal uh if I'm legally required to like get a get like the okay from Warner Brothers to use it 
or if I can go with this. So now you have to hire a lawyer to go over the legal stuff, which costs a lot of money to do that. And it's just like, at that point, you're just like, I'm an indie developer. I'm not, I don't have a lot of money. It's probably not worth me doing this. Let's just do something else with the game. Yeah, it sucks. It really does. I, I just, and, and that was like, there was a lot of people that when, when your friend rips a bad fart and you're not willing to forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, um, it, there was a lot of people that speculating that when the shadow of well, shadow of Mordor came out, that a lot of people were going to start using this nemesis system. And that just didn't happen because Warner brothers already claimed that they were going to patent it. So could you imagine making a game back then? Like that took, three, four years to make, and all of a sudden Warner Brothers announces a patent for it, and now you're like, I can't legally uh, put this without without paying Warner Brothers now. I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a oof moment right there. It's like... Why? Like, I, I get it, sort of, but, like, that's really not going to, like, get you anything extra. Like, I'll be honest, it's not really that like revel it's it's not like a super revolutionary new or unique thing it's like that sort of thing has existed in games not necessarily to the same capacity but like even in some like online multiplayer games like kind of what comes to mind is i played a lot of tf2 back in the day yeah uh you know someone kills you five times you don't kill them once they're your uh what is it like it might even be nemesis or something i'm pretty sure it was nemesis they use the word nemesis it's like it's not exactly the same thing, like as as it's uh, implemented in these games, uh, but it's like similar enough. But it's like I don't know. I don't see the point of them even spending the money or use like utilizing their resources to do something like that. Are you saying like other developers or just Warner Brothers? No, 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 Warner Bros. Like why? Why would why they'd like put a try to restrict uh, other people from using it like that like, so here here's what they here's what they want to do with it is that they're trying to corner the market similar to what epic is doing with their with their unity uh um is that they want people to pay for it because they don't make very many games these days like mm-hmm. warner brothers wow. does not make a lot of games so in order to stay relevant or to stay profitable they want to make people pay for to make these games make these types of games but it could really backfire if nobody makes these types of games yeah so uh so as a suppository for like game development they're co- they're copywriting game mechanics yes it's the patent for the nemesis system so it's just how the system works so if you have anything even remotely similar to it you could and you don't get the okay from Warner Brothers or pay for rights for it to use it you could you could get a hefty lawsuit cuz they have the patent for it this ain't it chief that's that's I, that's, that's scummy yeah that's it's just really it's scummy. it's just scummy it, and like and like we were like I was saying earlier it just it goes down on a slope where you're just like okay oh nemesis season gets that what happens if the stealth gameplay... And to be honest with you, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War play a lot like Assassin's Creed, in a way, with the with, with the mechanics. So it's like, you now are they going to start doing the stealth mechanics? And I'm like, 
Ubisoft's been doing that with, with Assassin's Creed for how long now? <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Boy. I you think if patent this idea that we have where you play as a man with a gun and the cameras from your perspective. Bro, I can't wait until Nintendo tries to patent jumping in games. <laughs> or uh or uh, the uh or the dungeon the way, game. like the dungeon uh gameplay that you go from like dungeon to dungeon and like Legend of Zelda, yeah. you, you can't you, that's patented now. Shit. Like I, it just it baffles me this move. I don't I don't get it. Wonderful, and it sucks because I love the Nemesis system. I love the games that they put out, and Monolith is just unfortunately like the patent playable characters. Yeah, right. <laughs> patent patent uh, uh cust customization of characters. Uh, nobody can have customizable characters. Hey, don't worry, <laughs> Cyberpunk good. <laughs> yeah, and then what about all the games prior to that? I don't. It's like do they do they just they're the exception i don't know what it didn't obviously it's never going to happen but like nintendo sold, sues xbox and sony because they patent X consoles in general they patent having a game console <laughs> having the game console. <laughs> oh boy i you think part of the reason why they got this without our permission <laughs> i think part of the reason why they got this patent is because nobody you nobody else made a game using the nemesis system really like nothing to that level of it and that's what kind of gave them that so you could say it's on other developers but other developers also knew that they were going to patent it and they wouldn't be able to get a game out in time for them to for the patent to what it's a, it was a whole gamble that nobody wanted to take and completely understandable i was like you put years of years of work into this game and all of a sudden you know you just can't put it out without paying warner brothers a bunch of money no fuck no Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not a great it's not a great uh i know a lot of uh the only thing that's gonna happen because of this is that no one's gonna put the nemesis system in their games like they're not gonna sucks like you just say they're not gonna want to pay it pay warner brothers if they weren't willing to do it before they're not gonna be willing to do it now so in a way this is this is not gonna benefit them though in the way that they want it to no <laughs> It's not. It's not like this is different from, Ep from like Epic, where it's like a lot of people use the Unity game engine and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the the standard when it comes to creating games. So, but nobody has to use the Nemesis system in making games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, I I don't know what they're planning here. I, I this move is really gonna backfire on them. Either that, or they start making a lot more games using this mechanic. I hope yeah, they would. Gonna, every game they're going to come out with now is going to have that, and that's that's how they make it pay. Look, just make a Batman game with the Nemesis system. Every time like a thug beats your butt, they become like the Joker. <laughs> there we go. There Perfect. We go. Perfect. <sighs> what other games does Warner Brothers like? What other game like series are they responsible for? And they got Arkham, the Shadow of War. There was, um... oh, God, I'm blanking. I had a bunch written down, didn't I? Nope, clearly not. <laughs> uh, let's see. Like, I guess I could see that working out in like the Ar an Arkham style game, but it's just like, it would feel like they're adding it explicitly for that purpose to make it pay off, not because they think it would actually improve the gameplay at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like as cool and neat of a system as it is, if it didn't exist prior, like, bro, Batman's got his enemies already. Why give him an extra nemesis that's some thug? Like, you know? Yeah, no, I, I feel you. It's, uh... Let's see, list of video games. Um... It's mostly just like DC stuff. Okay. Old old stuff. They got Fear. That that's the old one. Um dude, Lego Rock Band? Hell yeah. <laughs> Implement the nemesis in Lego Rock. The Lego Band. Harry Potter's one through four, apparently not the other four though. Okay. Alright. Oh cool. man. Yeah, it's basically the Arkham games. Oh, never mind. There's the other ones. <laughs> I, I mean I could I mean just think about it being in the Arkham games. Like you have your uh, big thugs, like the Penguin, the Joker, Scarecrow, and now comes Batman's newest nemesis, Craig Blacksmith, the Thug, or something like that. Yes, because he happened to get one lucky punch when he had low health. It's like, oh, he's your nemesis now. Yeah, and like they have customizable death screens, like you know, like. Uh, when you die, depending on what part of the game you're in, like you, they they give you like a spiteful comment from like you know the Joker or or Bane or whoever whoever the the villain happens to be for that like chapter or area of the game. Here comes your nemesis, just saying, "Ha, I got you, bats." You're just like, "Who are you?" All of Gotham fears Craig Blacksmith. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be the next Joker. <laughs> exactly, dude. There's a lot of Lego games under under there, so they can make a Lego Nemesis game or whatever. It'd be, it'd be just Lego Nemesis. To, that's just Lego right Nemesis. There. It's all the Lego games all combined into one game where it's just like a fighting Lego game. Warner Brothers, hit, hit, hit us up. <laughs> got great ideas here. And they could hire us. <laughs> exactly. Lego Craig Blacksmith. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, so the, interesting because they they. They're publishing Back for Blood as well. Uh, that was the uh, Left for Dead kind of Spirits of Successful successor. Um, and then you got Gotham Knights is supposed to be coming out, which is part of the Batman ones. They they got that Harry, that Hogwarts Legacy that's supposed to be coming out. That's what that's like the Harry Potter MMO thing. Oh, is that the Harry Potter game on PS Five? I don't care about. Yeah, well, it, it's not out yet, but it, it's supposed to yeah. be like. I don't know. A lot of people say it's like, oh, I'm really excited. I'm like, eh, I'm skeptical. Yeah. I, um. I remember seeing that in the, the like, Sony, um, like, showcase or whatever. I, I remember that, seeing that now, now that you mention it. And I just, I remember not being incredibly excited. I'm just like, that's yeah. I, I think if they had shown more or shown anything, really, I, I feel like maybe more, I would have been more on board, but they just showed a cinematic thing and i'm just like eh. dude you can make craig blacksmith a wizard dude it's like that for me in terms of online but harry potter a wild success harry, harry potter games have fallen off for me ever since prisoner of azkaban i think that was the last one i actually enjoyed because that was hey, just Elder like Souls online is coming back they added morrowind they they did, they, did that a while. <laughs> they did do that a while ago somebody plays it so hey there's that Nemesis is in Hogwarts is racist name for Jake. Jesus <laughs> there we go. Oh my God. There we slap. go. There you go. Oh my now, God. The last Harry Potter game I played was uh, Sorcerer's Stone on the Game Boy Advance. Oh man. That's a time. Yeah, it was great. It followed the books and not the movie. 
<laughs> of course. Oh man. You could actually like not win uh the house of the year if you didn't get enough points through playing the game. And I was like, dang. It's true. I feel like I have to play it so I can win. Mm. I had that game on PC when I was a kid. Nice. We had that in Prisoner of Azkaban, and I didn't get uh Chamber of Secrets until I was 17. Dude, Chamber of Secrets is probably like one of the better games of of the of really? that. I, I think I it was. The one on PS2 and the one on PC is pretty good too, but they're completely different games, which I find is hilarious because they're two different publishers that could both have rights to the game. I don't don't understand that one. Um <laughs> what in the, yeah, exactly. Um it was just like I remember playing that and I'm like, there was times where you'd have to sneak out at night uh around the prefects, and if you got caught, you would lose house points. And so I think they limited to like, if you lose 50, you're done for the night, even if you get caught again. So I was just like, all right, that's cool, I guess. But you actually had to get a good amount if you wanted to win at the end and not get caught. Nice. The sneaking mechanics in that game were so bad, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Nothing like Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War and the Nemesis mechanic. Exactly. Now, just imagine that. Just imagine that in in a Harry Potter game and stuff like that. You got wizards going up against that. Harry Potter equals stealth game. You're in, you, indeed Mothman. Indeed. <laughs> well, it's the it's the ultimate stealth game. Screw Assassin's Creed. That's not a stealth game. Screw Dishonored. Dishonored. Forget forget. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the game? I think stealth. Isn't that it? Isn't that just the name of a game? Uh, probably. I think so. Yeah. I I would bet. Yeah, you know. It's more battle hardened. There you go. <laughs> oh man! So Two Chains has his own third-person shooter game. I haven't thought about Two Chains since eighth grade, Alex. <laughs> Two Chains. We've done a lot to make ourselves feel really old tonight. I've done a lot to make you feel old. I you feel play. fine. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching some old YouTube videos prior to prior to this. Oh hell so yeah! We uh, Yu-Gi-Oh abridged and then I was like man the series makes me feel old so he pulls up like peanut butter jelly time and <laughs> Chuck Norris jokes and all this other shit Charlie bit me um, <laughs> Numa Numa like the, the guy like sitting in his chair just oh my god oh. Alex do you feel old now <laughs> yes I, I feel really old just you guys you guys talking about this god that takes me back. Where is Leroy Jenkins nowadays? He's got chicken. Oh. <laughs> At least he's got chicken, right? You know? Yeah. You right. Dude, where's Leroy Jenkins when we need him though? Like when 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 we needed him, he was he was nowhere to be found. It's true. Maybe he he's the avatar. <laughs> He died? Damn, dude. Oh, poor Leroy. No, he didn't Le- just run in there after screaming his name. Let's be real. It, it is true. <laughs> it is true, but the man is a legend. He is a legend. And legends never die. Legends. Heroes never die. Shit, you're right. But heroes are remembered and legends never die. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. He respawned shortly after. You're right. He did respawn. After waiting his like 60 seconds in WoW before you can revive. 
Wow. No, something like that. I don't play WoW. I don't want to get that in discussion just in case Tiny Bubbles is here. Then he, he gets on my case about not not liking WoW again. <laughs> wow. Did that happen at one point? Uh, that was last week. I was talking a bit about WoW, and, and he just goes, all right, you know, I see how it is and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. He just got absolutely roasted. Mm. Uh, the, cool. the, the, the man himself, Tiny Bubbles. Oh. <sighs> speaking about our past uh, remember when we all worked at the theater and we all told ourselves that gaming's never going to becoming if become a thing in theaters and stuff like that remember how we always used to talk about what late nights bringing in like a our switch and whatever and playing that on uh like the ultra screen and stuff like that oh, i remember mm-hmm. that Fine. turns out in south korea they're doing that that Pops. Honestly, yeah it's a it's a way to do it yeah it's a way to revive a dying industry. It's 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 true. So I mean, it'd be fun to host like Smash tournaments and shit, and on like a theater screen. Yeah, yeah, that actually sounds profitable. Yeah, it, indeed. So a lot of uh, obviously the theaters have been probably hit. I wouldn't say the most, but they've definitely been hit during this pandemic. And so there is theaters in South Korea that are thinking, well, we can reopen. We have we can have so many people in a theater. Why not? And then, like, private showings are becoming big because of the limited people that they can have in their theaters. So they're like, why not, instead of watching movies, because there's just not a lot of movies coming out, why don't we open it up to anyone who wants to put their gaming console in there and just play games with their friends for a couple hours? I think that that makes perfect sense because, like, you know, 99% of the movie theaters that exist out there, they're going to have a digital projector. Every digital projector I've ever seen has an hdmi port so it's like if it's a way for these theaters to bring in money bro absolutely especially with like limited product coming out like movies haven't been being made at least on the same scale for the past year so it's like bro that's a really really good way of doing it and like i have a fond memory of one time at our undisclosed location uh me and some undisclosed uh friends uh you know we were there till like three four in the morning hooking up a ps4 playing until dawn and it was a really fun time like it was really cool seeing it on the big screen because like that game specifically it's like a narrative on its own like it's it's a very narrative driven uh game like story driven game so seeing that like on a screen like that and experiencing it like that it was such a cool experience so if like you can play awesome games like on a big screen like that that's so cool and I think more theaters should do that. I would love to see that spread and become a more like common thing. Yeah, I this is something in South Korea. I uh, as far as I this is from where I could tell. Um, I know I read somewhere recently that Japan and China's theaters were already looking into that, but they were also doing something similar to that um, before all this started. So. Okay. Maybe it could head west if they see the numbers and they're actually decently. But hey, who knows? Um, I'd love to play Mario Kart in the theater. That sounds like a hell of a lot of time, hell of a fun time. Hell yeah! Smash Bros. Like you said, Alex, Smash Bros. and like a Smash Bros. tournament in the in the theater. That'd be fun ass time. What are yeah. some other games you guys would want to see like played on a big screen like that? That's just mm. something that's fun to think about. I think like. I mean, was able to do it once with a uh, Persona Five, which was pretty nice. Awesome. Oh hell yeah! There's like and, uh, that'd be a great one actually. I <laughs> uh, went to uh, the local Woodman's, bought a bunch of 
Uh, shut the fuck up, Bug, bug Snacks. <laughs> bug Snacks? But Resident Evil bug? 4 is pretty hype. Uh, bought a bunch of breakfast cereal and then played. You always buy a bunch of breakfast cereal. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> I got breakfast cereal for Christmas. There you go. That's not, that's not even a joke. I un- unwrapped it, was like, oh, look, there's something in the cereal box. And now my mother was like, nah, we just bought you a box of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. That's where your parents know they what you want before you even know. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I would love as simple as a game as it is, and like as not graphically impressive as it is at this point. I'd love to see Minecraft on a big screen. Yeah. It's just like Minecraft is such a fun game, and if you could slap some really cool texture pack on there and have it actually run smoothly, of course, like, get, get like an I HD. Like in HD, like a super HD, like 720 or 1080, like uh, HD pack. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. The cave With update. The cave I have update. I have no idea what the cave update is. I've been hearing about it, this cave update, but I have no idea what it is. Got a new boss in it. Called a new Warden. boss? A new boss. Oh, damn. It's a huge update. It's got a lot of cool stuff in it. Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim would be a fun one. Halo would be cool. Halo would be cool. I feel like a lot of games would just be cool and fun to play on the on like a theater. Game essentially would be incredibly immersive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like oh, horror games on a big screen. Oh god. Like playing Amnesia on a big screen. I oh. recently started playing Amnesia, uh, Dark Descent because they had like a collection on sale uh, on on the PlayStation Store recently for like a buck fifty. So I got it. Oh hell yeah. Um, that game's been spooking me, my guy. Dude, that that game is legitimately scary. Mm-hmm. It's it scary. hits that creepy atmosphere just right that they haven't been able to replicate since, but it hits it just right. Mm-hmm. I it I love it. My favorite horror game though is still like Alien Isolation, so I'd love to play that because like it's a good one. It's got the really cool like retro futuristic view so it's like there's all this cool technology in the future but it looks like computers from the 80s where everything's just green and black uh but it's also like really spooky and the ai in that game is one of the most impressive things to me still to date i love that game so much so i'd yeah. love to see that up there yeah there you go i'd love to watch alien on the big screen yeah <laughs> there you go so yeah, they, so they, uh, they've been doing this in South Korea. Obviously, in South Korea, gaming's a lot bigger than it is over here, or at least more widely accepted by the general public, I feel like, because a lot of... There, you still look at, like, a lot of, like, big outlets and stuff like that. Like, ESPN still refuses to call esports a sport, even though they show that on their on their platform. So I'm sitting here going, like, what? Are you, what? <laughs> it's just... Uh, so, yeah, there was... Uh, so since late January, there have been 130 uh, theaters been rented out. Uh, and then the article was posted on February 11th. So it's not a lot of time, but for 130, that's like that's a good amount of theaters for that short of time. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty dang good. Yeah. And then I was just like, OK, so you got people playing games in there. But let's but and something I've been I've been thinking about they would want to put into the theaters at some point is esports events that you can get some people like there there's there's a lot of people that watch esports events. I remember in college, like we, we would meet up. I had had like I had like the big corner room with my roommate and we would 
set up like the whole night. Basically, we'd have like a little card table in the middle with some snacks and stuff like that. And we just sit in our room watching League of Legends World uh, World Championship. And that was what we did that whole night. <laughs> I still nice. re- I still remember my RA coming around the corner and going like, what the fuck is happening? He just said to me and he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and he basically just, I saw nothing. I saw nothing. Marcus is advertising uh, theater rentals for video gaming parties, says Tiny Bubbles. So There you go. All Not right. for our location, but others. Well, that's a mistake. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if our location has the abilities to do that at the moment, though. That's the thing. Only select theaters, I'd say, though. Yeah. Only only a few, I feel like. Some wireless controllers are only going to reach so far. Is Palace? I'm not sure. That's definitely a question for Tiny Bubbles. Probably Um, not, I guess, because of the location. Um and certain just just local restrictions is my guess but i don't know i don't work i don't work for that company anymore so yeah it's true we don't have staffing to having running it it just takes managers hours to run it okay that's fair i don't know something that could happen though especially if marcus is doing it in other locations that maybe when things open up more that there will be the opportunity to do that because i think it'd be cool agreed Um, I'd rent one out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there, there, I mean, there's a lot. And then also what this does is it gets the younger crowd into the theaters more than just to watch like Marvel events too. It's true. Cause my, most of the time I see, I'll see like older people except for like times when it's, uh, unless it's Marvel films and stuff like that. Then I see like some younger people come in and I'm just like, Oh boy. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, for getting for an hour or two. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would definitely like I bet you I bet you Evan would rent out a would rent out a theater if we could to play a, a Smash tournament at some point if we could do that. Or we could all or we could all pitch in to do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh let's see. Hmm. So yeah, I really hope this is this becomes a thing. I really do. Yeah. I'm hmm. not gonna lie, I'm really close to ripping another fart. Just <laughs> do it, Alex. <laughs> Just put him out of his misery. Because uh, it's like by two hour blocks. Yeah, it's true. I like to save up energy so I can get a mega fly. <laughs> Alright, Slap the Bacon says, new question to ponder. Would you kiss Mario? Uh and then Mothman said, "Which Mario?" <laughs> which Mario? There's a lot of Mario's, like live action Mario from the like the, the movie, live action Mario from like the cartoon when he would come in and say, "Real like that Mario." Like we talking the cartoon Mario? We talking OG nineteen like eighty something Mario? We talking like three D Mario? Because like I'd kiss a two D Mario. I don't know if I'd kiss a three D Mario. You know? What about Paper yeah. Mario? All right, I, dude. I'd kiss Paper Mario. I'd be careful to not get a paper cut. But that that was my cut. next thing. <laughs> I'd watch out for paper cuts. There you go. Super, Super Mario, Mario Galaxy. Galaxy. Maybe, maybe Mario. Oh. No, Doctor Mario. Maybe Bit Mario. <laughs> what a discussion this has become. Oh man. Which we should make a tier list of all the Marios based on most kissable. <laughs> 
All right. Well, now you know what to do in your uh, stream tonight before these before you start the Legend of Creep. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you got to let me know the results because I might not be there. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe not tonight. But maybe next time. Maybe next night. Got a plan. All all the Mario's. All the Mario's. We we need to discuss for next time. It's just. Yes, we can't miss one single Mario. They mm -hmm. all have to have representation. Al Alex, we need to have you need to put a social or a social tagging me and Billy in there, and like this is what we determine as the most kissable Mario. <laughs> Got it. Got it. That's your homework. That that is homework. And I expect it by tomorrow. Oh shit! <laughs> Alex, you your hand. I oh, make man. zero guarantees. That's enough for me. Well, what what else have you guys been playing so like recently? Uh, Cyberpunk. You you enjoying Cyberpunk? You you have uh. Yeah. I've sunk probably like. I'd guess anywhere between sixty and eighty hours into the game. Um, I'm I really enjoyed it. I haven't played it for a couple weeks now. I haven't played it since I started my new job, just because like I just I've been working. Been focused, yeah. Um. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I've only gotten one, one or two endings, uh, but I've loved it. Like, I think once you look past a lot of the like glitches that the game has, uh, I, I think the game is a nine out of ten. Honestly, uh, yeah. in terms of story, in terms of like creativity, in terms of just fun, like good gameplay, uh, it's a really, really good game. The it's. It's got a stellar cast. I mean, obviously Keanu Reeves is in there, so like he's he was the big name. Like he Johnny Silverhand, big announcement for it. So you know they were like, hey, Keanu Reeves is in this game, playing a character that looks just like Keanu Reeves. Um, I love the game though. It's super fun. The soundtrack's super good. Um, I love almost everything about the game, and like even the glitches. I think they're charming at times. Like it sucks when the game crashes. That's my biggest complaint is the game crashes a lot and that's annoying. Uh, thankfully it auto saves pretty regularly. So it's not that big of a setback uh, in terms of like you're in the middle of a mission or something, but um, like the, the glitches in it are funny. Like it reminds me of playing Skyrim back in like 2012 on the PC. Like you go back and play Skyrim like it's riddled with glitches. Like you just oh, see, yeah. you know, a man floating up in the sky and just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> like that kind of stuff happens in cyberpunk and it's funny. It's really nice. And I'm just like, ha, character. Some of my most favorite glitches, not maybe not from Skyrim, but I remember watching somebody play Breath of the Wild and there are times when you kill guardians and they get, they drop like super, really like super powerful weapons or whatever, like swords. And I'm like, so you'd identify it and then it drop on the ground again. And so after it, was identified and it dropped on the ground, it would fall through the world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. It was it was so funny. That was something that when the game originally came out that bothered me that people were complaining about as much as they were. Because it's just like, bro, glitches exist in games. Don't act like this is some new unprecedented thing. Like, yes, they did say, oh, we're pushing the game back because we want it to be perfect. But like, bro, Every game has a glitch. It's true. It's it is true. Get over it. Yeah. Nintendo is not beyond having glitches. Exactly. Uh, and and some like you could say that are like glitches are 
you know, they take you out of the immersion and stuff like that. But sometimes they're just funny. Sometimes you could say they even enhanced the, the gameplay. Like in Skyrim, there was a lot of people that saying that it really enhanced it. Like getting smashed by a giant and then like getting, going flying ten, like 50 feet in the air. You're like, what the hell? That was hilarious. Yes. Uh, they're fun to see sometimes. Mothman's getting political in the chat here, having spaghetti. Oh, spaghetti. It's kind of glitch that makes it more fun indeed. <laughs> what, what what was intended to fight Professor in oh, oh yeah, in yellow? That's right, I forgot. That that was supposed to be a thing. Classic. That is class that is classic one. I wish or is it in, Oh wait, no, that not in yellow. Well, was yeah. it yellow? I, th or, I, I think it was yellow. I was thinking of something else though. Yeah, because it was like, wasn't it? It was like the original Pokemon that was like supposed to do that, right? Yeah, I think because uh, it was, um, it was like he was supposed to have the starter that you didn't pick or whatever. Yeah, and then whatever else Pokemon, I wouldn't know what else Oak would have. No, I just know it's the starter you didn't pick. So probably he would have five Dragonites and then the starter you didn't pick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, missing no though. Let's be real. Dude, he'd have missing no and just oh, kick all your butts. Dude, the bird type. Can glitch into the fight in the first gen. Oh, I didn't know that. There. How old is that game now, and we're still finding new stuff about it? Yeah, but get that Mew under the truck. You got to make sure to get that Mew. Get I mean, under the truck. I mean, that reminds me of when they uh, found uh, Luigi in Mario 64. Yeah. Yeah. That was just last year. Was, I remember happened. hearing about that. That was pretty big. That was, that was, a, that was a good, good kick of big news. Yep, the wild Mew glitch. I know about that one because then I would later you can use a similar type of glitch uh, to get literally just any Pokemon uh, based on the special stat of the first Pokemon in your party. Uh, if you go and fight a Ditto and let it transform and then you beat it, then you go to a certain area, go to Lavender Town, then you try to leave and then it's just like fight this Pokemon and it's always at level seven, but you can catch it. I, I used that in my original copy of Blue to complete the Pokedex. I didn't trade or anything. I used that glitch to get every Pokemon nice. like that I, that I couldn't get in Blue version. That that reminds me. Uh, I, I, I the, the last AGDQ, they had a Pokemon Blue 100% like, like complete catch them all run. And 98% of all the Pokemon he caught were with using that glitch. Yep. It was extremely it was extremely fucked up to watch but it was it was also amazing see and you pair it with the missing no glitch to get infinite master balls yep and that's exactly what it did yep it, it was something i was like how do people figure this shit out is my is my I don't know, man. like that always amazes me how, man some people have like a lot of time to look through code that's that's all it comes down to <laughs> and know exactly what they're looking for um in that code good old slot yeah, six indeed oh man so yeah glitches glitches can be big you've been playing halo haven't you i have uh, been playing through the medium actually Ooh. oh yeah how's that it's actually pretty good yeah it's not the most amazing game i've ever played it's very very hardware intensive mm. but uh it's a cool game well, uh, you are right though. I've been playing a lot of Halo too because um, the new uh, that new uh, custom maps mode that they have on Halo Five, I just think is really cool. The fact that they're highlighting all these player made maps, 
I think it's I think it's really awesome. I really want to get in a match where I go in that uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, arena. yeah. You showed me the one where it's the uh, it's uh, like Kami's palace up above. Uh, it's like like that's that's the Halo map, and that's so cool. Nice, nice. What have you been playing, gamer? Uh well, I'm, I've been I've been just playing like duty games that you know you can you play for like maybe an hour and you can sit down after that uh because persona 5 strikers is coming out at the end of this week yeah and i'm gonna put a lot of hours into that i can just i just know um other than that i was like i've been playing watchdogs legion a little bit it's it's a fun game um i definitely wouldn't say it's the best game of all time i think i'd give it like so far a solid like i don't know like six to be honest with you i was like Story is interesting. Gameplay is pretty much the same as it's been in any Watchdog game, um, with extra incentive for stealth. Um, but it it's all right. I from what I've played, I, I, I'm enjoying it. Nice. Uh, cool. So the Bacon said beat FF Seven last week, and now I'm playing Yakuza and Skyward Sword. Nice. They're all good games. So nice. I still have yet to play the the Final Fantasy VII remake. I should I should really get on that. But I'm called, I'm I, at this point I'm just kind of I'm just kind of waiting for the PC launch. I bought uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake uh, like when I got my PS5 or shortly after because it was on sale for like fifty percent off on there. So I'm just like I'll buy it. I, I still got to play the original Final Fantasy VII all the way through, but you know I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. Mothman is, saying, is speaking my language. I want a Zelda collection on the Switch. I figured they would have said something about like like that by now. Maybe though. they'll say it on March 10th. What happens on March 10th? It's Mario Day. <laughs> they'll release the, they'll release the uh, Zelda on Mario Day? <laughs> exactly, because Nintendo. You know, they, uh, I wouldn't put it past them, really. Uh, did you hear that they opened up Nintendo Land? I did. And there are already videos of uh, Princess Peach going to take a shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> why am I why not. am I not surprised? There's oh. just a crowd of people asking Peach for her autograph while she slowly backs up towards the bathroom. Yeah. So I know I know we've talked about this before, but like what games do you think will be on the if the if there is a Zelda collection? Um, Ocarina of Time for sure, because Ocarina. It's been of Time it's been a while. Um, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. I would love Wind Waker on it. I I don't want to get my hopes up, but I would love Wind Waker on it so much. Um, I think it would be cool, and I think it would also make sense. But I also think it would make sense for them not to, uh, for Skyward Sword to be on it as long as it comes out this year. Because Skyward Sword is going to be turning ten years old. Like this, this year is the ten year anniversary of Skyward Sword. Um, so like it would make sense for it to be on there. It'd just be, I don't know how they would implement the like specific motion controls on the Switch, uh, especially with the Switch Lite. Like that, it would have to be almost like just give it the original controls, like a like a Zelda style, like non motion control, but like with the way the game is made, I just don't know how that would work. Yeah, that would take a almost like a full remake of the game, pretty much. Exactly, exactly. So, it'd be interesting to see if it would be like they did with uh, the Mario uh, All Star Collection. Will it just be ports or will it be remakes? 
ports. It will definitely be ports. I feel like it'll yeah. be ports. So, and so. I'm okay with that. I, that's all I want. I like I said, I just want every game to be available on the Switch. I just want to play Wind Waker on the Switch. That's all I want. I'm tired of having to take out my Wii U and set it up whenever I want to play Wind Waker in in my hands and watch a movie at the same time. I'm so tired of that. It happens way more than you'd think. <laughs> there you go. Uh so you also think it'll probably get like the the six month uh, on on the market thing and then be taken down, kind of like All Stars. I'll be so mad, but I'll also get it. Yeah, I'll buy it physically. There you go. Because I need it. Yeah. Life. Was there was there like a big collector's thing with uh, the All Stars, or am I just mistaken with that? It was just the I don't, game. I don't know. I don't I think mean, there I, was. I think. Because so. I think you need to have like a certain software downloaded onto your Switch to even be able to play it physically. Still, didn't you? Like you really? put the cartridge in, and then it's like downloading software update or something. I was that? So. A th- I thought that was a thing too. So like maybe after they like take it off the market, you won't be able to get that update even if you have the physical copy. I don't know. I don't know how they're planning on doing it. I don't know. They're Nintendo. They'll figure it out, right? Uh. Probably. Backwards compatible is important. Yeah, I think that's definitely what the uh, the new consoles are uh, are learning too. Is that backwards compatibility is important? Dude, I can't wait for Warner Brothers to get the patent on backwards compatibility. I want all the Pikmin games on Switch. I've never played that a Pikmin game. Cool. I'd like really that. Fun. I mean, you can already get Pikmin Three Deluxe or whatever it is. Oh, can you? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's on the Switch. Like, but I've... only three. Like you can't get one and two. I've never played Pikmin. I rec- I played the first one like a year and a half or two years ago. It was actually when I was like, when you were at your old place. Game yeah, I remember that. I was pretty much living with you. I was, yeah, I was playing. It was a good time. Haven't played two yet. I have it, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I remember you had like the, the big, the bulky TV. So that way you could have yeah, it in I color. My, my from home. Yeah, <laughs> they put that in Cole's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna grab a bev. Alex, get that bev. Oh man. So this actually makes me think of a conversation I've been meaning to have for a while. So I'm not sure if you guys heard, but for the first time in nine years, uh, Halo Three is getting a brand new map. Oh. And and I wanted to ask, like, if if companies like like uh, Nintendo or so, or Sony or or whatnot went back to their games like uh, Mario Sunshine or uh, Mario Galaxy or something like that and decided, uh, also kind of like a Bowser's Fury, like, hey, th- we know this is an old game, but we want to add new content to it because we have this core game that it is right now, but we feel like we can do more of it. How would you feel like if they came out and said like, hey, we're just gonna be adding more stuff to old games? It depends on the game. Uh, but I mean, I'd, I'd be down. Depends know? on the I, I fan base. I feel like it depends if there are, if there are people actively playing it, mm-hmm. I feel like, and then Even how much support any, like, depending on the game or depending on the type of content, I feel like that'd be a good way to kind of revive an older game. Yeah. Uh, like one that was like remembered fondly, especially cause it's like, Oh, let's all go back and play this old game. It's like, uh, it's like when they originally shut the Halo 2 uh, online servers down, like people hadn't been playing it, but then as soon as they announced, hey, we're going to shut this down, like the servers were flooded again because it's like, oh, yeah. I've got to do this now. It's true. 
I feel like it'd be something similar to that. Not maybe not quite because it's like, oh, we're not going to have this opportunity in like a week. Um, but like, depending on the game, it'd be awesome. I'd love to see something like that. It's like uh, Slab Bacon brings up a good point. It also depends on where the game can be played. So like, obviously, Master Chief Collection is something they're constantly updating. So that's an easy one. You can't patch GameCube games or anything like that. Like, you can't go back and like patch up Melee. Uh, well, I'm talking like if they uh, ported these games to like the Switch or whatnot. I was actually like, just thinking like if they patched, say, like Mario 64, Sunshine, or Galaxy, like in the All Stars Collection, I think that'd be awesome. If they patched, like, hey, here's some new secret levels that we were working on for a little bit, have never been released. We're gonna patch them in to the this this collection. Uh, I think that'd be super cool. Uh, I'd love that. Uh, uh, there are also a lot of also uh, levels for like the original Crash Bandicoot that were in the beta stage and never saw their full completion that people love. They love to get uh, looks in on that kind of stuff. And if they came out like tomorrow, we're like, hey, we're just going to finish these levels and we're going to put them out there for you guys to play. I think that'd be awesome. I would love that. Yeah, I, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, also like the, uh, add the potential of quality of life changes to old games. Free mm-hmm. camera in Mario 64. That'd be rad. Now we're talking. There you but go. Like they, they even did that when they remade Ocarina of Time, uh, like on the 3DS. Like they were like, "Hey, you can just have a, the, the the iron boots as an equipable item." Hey, here's a separate Ocarina button. Like they, that's super easy to do into things like that. Even something as simple as that can make the game so much nicer. It can. Or Nintendo could add uh, online play to Smash Brothers Melee. Just saying, that's a thing they could do. You know, to the game all of its online capabilities well port melee to the switch obviously <laughs> that'd be that'd be I, something if they actually did that i yeah, think that'd I be very play. interesting like just the base game on the switch port basically and then add an online function kind of like ultimate has i would love to see all the falcos and foxes out there uh but also like that uh, at like even the thing that we're going to do very uh, like tonight, if they uh, release a Zelda, let's say they release a Zelda collection this year, and later they they come out and say, "Hey guys, we're going to um like and all these Zelda games add like a randomizer option that randomizes all the options in the game, so you wouldn't need to do it through a mod or anything. You could just do it there on the Switch." I would. I think that'd be amazing. I would love that. It it would it could never happen. Yeah. If it did, that'd be crazy, and I would like. I would freak out. I would spend any amount of money on that. Yeah, I was like, I feel like Nintendo probably won't do that, but it would be cool if they did. Did something like that, I would actually like. I, I would give them all my money. <laughs> all of it. It's not much, but it's mine. Oh man! Please port Double Dash and then Super Strikers. Play Double Dash. That's a good game. Yeah, uh, I recently I found so I found out last week that Persona Five Strikers. I found out last week what that game is. It's like a it's like a Dynasty Warriors style, like it's a Warriors game for Persona. Yeah, because of Mario Super, I thought it was a soccer game. <laughs> no, uh, no, it is it is definitely not themed soccer. And I was like, why is this a thing? I <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I mean, I thought it would be like, oh, that's unique. No one asked for it, but people are gonna buy it. They released Persona Five Cart next. <laughs> Persona 5 cart and then uh Persona 5 cooking game. Yo, Persona 5 X cooking mama. There you go. There you go. Now now we now we got it. <laughs> Adding new content to old games. 
She can be a cooking palace. Uh, yeah. So Tiny Bubbles asked, I was like, have we had discussed any predictions on the BlizzCon online on this weekend? We kind of did last week because there was the report that uh, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 aren't coming out this year. Or at least reportedly that they're not coming out this year. So it's very curious to see what they could have. Not 100%. Maybe like another teaser for another WoW expansion. I don't know how often they do those. Tiny Bubbles will know more better than I do. Um, I just I just don't see what all they have to talk about, honestly. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a lot to talk about. I don't know. Hey, guys, Overwatch 2, it's coming eventually. Yeah, that's the thing. Y'all are so excited for Overwatch 2. Yeah, it's just like, and then it's still going to be playable. Like, you can still, like, play games with it on the original one. I'm already Tracer. No, by the way, I'm curious if you know the Diablo slash Overwatch stuff. We talked a little bit about it last week, Tiny Bubbles. I'm not sure if there's more on that. Also, Crash Bandicoot coming to the Blizzard launcher. I did see that the the the, the Crash Bandicoot uh, the new one is coming to the Blizzard launcher or Bnet launcher, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm really, I'm really curious. Is like, man, how long? How much longer are they going to hold off on the Overwatch and Diablo stuff? Like, is it is it really just like that they are waiting for an opportune moment to release them, or is it just like they still have to work on them, and that's just something they haven't told us yet? Uh, I do not know. In a way, I don't really care too much. I'm not going to be honest. Yeah, like if Diablo Four comes out, that'll that's that that'd be cool. I mean, I'd probably play it. I'll try overwatch 2 when that comes out it'll be exactly like the first overwatch game was for me i'll play it a lot for two weeks yeah Mm. yeah but like that game like it was good i i liked the original overwatch i just like i didn't play it after like two weeks from its original release and I, i feel like i missed out on some stuff but like you know my, oh yeah, he, yeah, the Diablo two remastered. Probably they'll talk about that because if I had to guess, that's probably about the big game that they'll launch this year. I, I mean, it might be like my first experience with Valorant, where it was like, "Hey, this game is a lot of fun, really awesome," but everyone that plays it is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's kind of like there because the the esports scene is so big that everyone wants to try and get into that scene. And nobody wants to really play casual, which is unfortunate. Dude, what if they talk about StarCraft for some reason? That'd be so cool. <laughs> Heroes of the Storm. Remember that game? That was the that was like the game that was supposed to be as big as League of Legends. Yeah. Boy, that that did not work out very well for them. I would love StarCraft on the Switch. As long as they give the internet more hot ladies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, boy. The internet will be happy about that. I don't know about that. I'm just picturing, like, some Blizzard executive coming out and being like, guys, StarCraft on the Switch. 
We're not End doing, of conference. We're not doing that. But wouldn't it be cool, you guys? <laughs> oh, that would suck. I would. I would feel bad. Give us monk game. Give us more monk. More monk. <laughs> more monkey, indeed. Just, just like Dude, the whole game if, is just Winston going hi there. What if they partner with Godzilla versus Kong and they add like a Godzilla themed hero that's Winston's nemesis, and then Warner Brothers sues them because they copied Godzilla v Kong and the <laughs> nemesis system. <laughs> Damn, hitting all facets of it. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, Overwatch kind of came repetitive after a while. I think I played like the open beta for like a long time ago and I was just like eh not not I for me. Until they nerfed McCree. I remember them nerfing McCree and I was like, "Man, I'm a I'm a McCree main. Now I'm done." You could have you could have become a Genji main. No. It's not the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> just just no. <laughs> it's not high noon if I'm Genji. It's true, but you could be ninja. I'm already Genji. <laughs> there you go but i'm already tracer no not not no okay <laughs> uh, oh bless you uh, yeah it's i yeah i i guess i can't i i don't really care much about blizzard games i kind of stopped playing a lot of their games i was like yeah i put like i talked last week i was like nine nine hundred hours into diablo 3 when it first came out and i was just like haven't really picked that game up since um don't really have any intentions of going back uh kenji means new healing i don't i don't i don't know any of these things just they're they're there i'm not educated enough about blizzard to be able to give meaningful input me either i was like if you if you play i feel like if you play one of their big online games so if you like play wow or you play overwatch i feel like you'll be excited for blizzcon but like if you're not you're you're just not excited or you're not you don't really care (laughs) because it's like they kind of stick with their one type of game right it's not like they're consistently branching out into other things and you could say the same thing about like activision that kind of keeps it the first person shooter but oh, yeah, absolutely. Every company, like for the most part, does that, and it's just what you play. Yeah. So, and then if you, it, it ends up if you play that, you're probably gonna be excited. If you don't, eh, you're kind of just like whatever. It's there. Some people like it. It's like why people who are super into first person shooters don't care about the Switch, and that's okay. That yeah. What? But what about that Animal Crossing man? You got to get that Animal Crossing. You right. <laughs> got to get those turnip sales. Anyone got any good turnip prices? <laughs> I haven't played Animal Crossing. I don't even so own long. it. <laughs> My villagers probably hate me. They, they, they've all moved out then away and stuff like that. They're just like, eh. First person shooter Animal, Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, snaps. I mean, they made a third person shooter Zelda game, so I guess nothing's out of the equation completely. Didn't they make a first person shooter Zelda game? Isn't that wasn't that what crossbow that, training? I was like, was that crossbow training? Or I thought that was more of like a like a big hunt, big game hunter, like like arcade style game. I think I it was played. a mix of. I never two. played it, so I don't know. I was just like, I don't, I don't want to buy the Wii Zapper. That you know, nobody did. <laughs> yeah. uh, the hell is it it's just like just play monopoly and you can save the, the entire timeline right 
Just play the Zelda Monopoly, mm-hmm. save the entire timeline. So, gamer, I haven't talked to you as much. Uh, Tom Cruise here knows. I've been like ever since the trailer for Godzilla versus Kong, and this isn't necessarily gaming related, but ever since that oh, trailer fine. dropped, I've been on like a huge Godzilla kick. <laughs> so, like, I've been reading all the comics. You know, I've been I've I've been rewatching every movie. I bought Godzilla Monopoly. Oh damn! <laughs> it's so cool. The pieces are so cool. It's so cool. Nice. Godzilla's a su- super cool franchise, and not enough people are into it. It's true. It's true. It's yeah, that's accurate. It's just I mean, straight I, up. I mean, I guess you could say it's a niche, but it's just so fun in every way. I feel like it's like you could compare it to the people who were into Doctor Who before, like the more recent series started getting made. Yeah, that's true. It's like they have similar production value too. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So because we haven't had the discussion, it, it, who's who's winning? Who who's winning Kong v, Kong v uh, Godzilla? Godzilla, realistically, but I mean Kong probably. Yeah. Well, nah. I don't think so. What if I don't? I don't think they'd do that. Well, I was listening to the the RT podcast not too long ago, and Gavin was talking about the time that they did that back then, where it was the Kong v. Godzilla, and that there was actually two cuts to the movie, where there was the Western one where Kong won, and then there was the uh, Japanese one where Godzilla won. So, well, do you think it might be something like that? <laughs> do you think they could have, like, two cuts of the the film? That's fake news, actually. Alex has something. Really? <laughs> yeah, that never happened. That was a rumor, certainly, but... There was only ever one cut of uh, Godzilla versus Kong, and it always ended with uh, Kong winning. It's it's a little ambiguous in the ending, uh, in that they both fall off a cliff into the ocean, uh, and you see Kong swimming away, and they're like, oh, there's Kong swimming away. Godzilla's nowhere to be seen. So it's like that's like the ambiguous ending, I guess. But uh, it's it's like, no, that's not going to happen. Godzilla's going to win. They're, they wouldn't be making this super Kong-centered trailer if Kong was going to win. They're like, oh, go. maybe Kong stands a chance. And they'll be like, nah, we're just joshing you. Godzilla wins, of course. <laughs> I, I think we've also mentioned uh, this on a uh, straight stream once, but I personally think if they were to continue making the MonsterVerse post-Godzilla uh, versus Kong, the, the idea of Kong beating Godzilla in a fight would actually... damage the series as a whole because like we're supposed to believe that Godzilla can't beat up Kong but he could beat up uh, monsters like Megalon and Gigan and like Orga Mm -hmm. like there's just no way no there is no way because if Kong can beat Godzilla why isn't he there to beat these other ones yeah you know what I'm saying yeah it's true it's true Um, but also like from so I don't want to like spoil too much for people who uh Angurus with the steel chair. Um, sorry, uh, I, I don't want to like spoil too much for people, I guess. But they, they accidentally, or I guess maybe on purpose, put some footage in the trailers uh, that that was absolutely purpose. I know it had to have been. Uh, but there, there's course. some footage in the trailers that's like, oh, I don't know. I, I'll say it. I guess spoiler spoiler warning for anyone who cares. It's like. It's Mechagodzilla. It's, it's confirmed that Mechagodzilla is in the movie, 
Uh, so my guess is what they're doing is the same plot line as the original Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla from the 70s, where uh, Mechagodzilla's doing a bunch of stuff, uh, but he's like covered in a fake skin being controlled by aliens. Uh, ah. and, and eventually that skin gets blown off and it's revealed to be Godzilla or to be Mechagodzilla and not actual Godzilla. I think that's what's going to happen is Kong is going to fight this, this Godzilla that's actually Mechagodzilla. Uh, and he's going to have, like, a semi-tough time, but, like, I think he'll beat that or whatever. Or, like, he'll at least get the skin removed from it somehow. Uh, and then it'll be like, wait, that was Mechagodzilla? And then Godzilla's going to show up. They're going to kick Mechagodzilla's ass together. And then Godzilla's just going to k- kill King Kong or beat up King Kong. I don't even care. Assert his dominance. Kong in the movie. If they put Mechanicong, I had this conversation with Mothman the other day. If they put Mechanicong in the movie, I'm actually going to be, like what like what if they do that like mecha godzilla switch but it's the real godzilla the whole time but it was mechanicong the whole time and, and then like he blows off the skin and it's mechanicong underneath and then the real kong shows up yeah that'd be dumb and i love it my mind is blown i'm starting to be with chat and saying God, that john cena is just gonna win he's gonna punch them all to death but the problem is is we can't even see him so how do we even know he's there I was gonna say they cannot film that because exactly because they can't see him. They have to call it. They have to call it like Godzilla and Kong versus the Invisible Man or something like that. You know what? Eric's right. Chuck Norris will beat them all in the end because he's Chuck fucking Norris. You know what? Also, be really cool. It'd be so fan servicey, and there are already so many people that wouldn't get it. But what if, like, to calm Godzilla down, like there are all these scientists are like, oh, Godzilla, uh. Uh, going on a rampage, we need to stop them. They make Jet Jaguar. If they made Jet Jaguar in this movie, I'd freak out. I'd be so fucking happy. You know what would also make me happy in in Godzilla vs. Kong? This would be such a small reference that I guarantee like 95 people, 95% 95 people in the 95 world. 95 people in the uh, entire world. Godzilla <laughs> gets struck by lightning a few times and then kills Kong. Because in the original, like, King Kong versus Godzilla, like, Godzilla's kicking King Kong's butt the whole time. Like, Kong is scared of that fire breath. Uh, and then King Kong just happens to get struck by lightning, like, three or four times. And he happens to get powered up by electricity in that movie. So then he's able to beat up Godzilla and win. So it's like, if Godzilla gets struck by lightning in this one and beats him up, I'm going to actually, like, freak out. <laughs> I will scream. Oh, man. You know, maybe they just hold hands and they give each other a little kiss. You know, maybe maybe that's how the movie ends. I'd cry. <laughs> It'd be the greatest love story of of this year, right? No. Better than Twilight. No, you're right. I think you got to agree with that, there, Alex. That's an old meme. <sighs> the Jagger shows up from Pacific Rim. Never watched it. Never watched Pacific Rim. The first one's incredible. Don't watch the second one ever, please. Yeah, there was a second one. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it ever. You didn't like the second one? Alex, who did? I mean, <laughs> not a lot of people. Oh, man. Oh, man. Pacific Rim. I haven't thought of that movie in a while. I I have, but only because I've been uh, making it my goal to own a physical copy of every Godzilla movie. And the only, like cheap option for getting the 2014 american godzilla movie on blu-ray was getting it in a like 
two movie like disc set like in a two movie set with pacific rim so i'm like all right i'll take pacific rim i don't i liked it really yeah godzilla and pacific rim in the same uh same case hmm yeah eric gets it don't watch the second one ever please <laughs> that bad huh oh don't boy excuse me i've belched indeed oh man Good well podcast. <laughs> it, it, great podcast. You know, that's the perfect way to end a podcast, I feel like, is on a burp. It's true. We haven't gotten enough ASMR on here. That we need a bit more. You know, maybe before that starts, we could just end it and stuff like that. <laughs> just like that. Uh, cause I think I think I think we've said our pieces. We 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 know we know who really wins in the end. It's it's definitely it's definitely, you know, that they, 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 they both win. They they just get they just kiss each other and it'll be it's the loving embrace of a hug. Nuclear dragon versus monkey with a stick. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Oh, that's a way. I, I, that way you guys can go play some some creeb. Play some creebness. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you all so much for watching, listening. Uh, tell tell a friend. Rate us on wherever the hell you really, you'll listen to this or... Stuff like that. Uh, leave a comment. Tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, you can find Tom Cruise Can't Lose on his Twitch channel, which I believe they're going to do right after this uh, and play some Legend of Creep. Uh, what, what are you guys playing again? Ocarina of Time? Ocarina of Time Randomizer, baby. Eey, and those are always good times. There. Yeah, and those are always good times. So. Just go check them out if you haven't already. If you're not already watching them, I know probably most of the chat is, but hey, never know. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much, uh, Akikashi, for coming on and hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. I yeah. hope my eating didn't uh, completely remove me from future episodes. Oh no, you're no, you're fine. Trust me. I was like, like I said at the start of this, I'm like, we got, I want to get like an eight man. We got we get like an eight person like podcast going and see the chaos that ensues. Entire time, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'd love to be part of an eight man chaos podcast. Oh god, it'd be interesting as hell. A chaos cast, as the kids do. Slap, you'd definitely be in there. Yeah. You so. We have the Big Bird debate again. Big Bird. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Now we definitely need to end it. End it now. We need to end it now before we start the Big Bird conversation here. Good God. Bye. Thanks all for watching, Bye. listening. Thank you all so much. Did Big you, Bird equals Kaiju. No. No. Make it end. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, man.